Ring jingling, ring jingling, podcast will sing. I'd rather you, yeah, you probably would rather write didn't sing. Well, too bad because it's Christmas and I am going to sing, okay? And at the end of today's show, as I do many a year at Christmas, I sing a Christmas carol for you, okay? I, I'm, I'm singing a Christmas carol for you at the end of the show, whether you like it or not. So there you go. Also, uh, Rudy Cassoni will be here to sing one of his Christmas carols. He's kind of the bad boy Frank Sinatra. He'll be singing a carol that we do every year. We got a, a call from, uh, we got calls and letters from some of you pavement pounders regarding uh, Christmas time. Yes, yes, yes. And also, I'm going to be reporting to you about a Christmas parade I went to recently. It was a little bit of the yin and the yang. It was very Christmassy, but there was something about the parade that was a little bit ominous, a little bit off, and maybe a sign of the times that we live in. I'm going to discuss. Also, uh, we have a call coming in from uh, someone who wants to uh, talk Christmas on the show. Uh, I guess it's a it's a mystery guest. I don't know who it is. I really do, but I'm not telling. But either way, we're going to have a, a great Christmas time. Happy holidays, everybody. This is the Harland Highway. Put on your seatbelts. It's about to get bumpy. Oh, how perfectly awful. I get my kids above the waistline, sunshine. I know they take the bandages off. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Let us out of here! Please! Let me tell you, you're starting something here that that's what you should be frightened of. Oh, fuck yeah, bud! Just leave us alone. Sit down, strap in, and shut up. What's going on? What's the matter? Maybe if I could kill him, I could make him stop. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. Who are we? This is the Harland Highway. What? It's the Harland Highway. It's, it's a cookbook. Ah! Oh, it's Christmas time, boys and girls. It's that time of year where we spend time with our family and our friends. We create magical memories and wonderful family time stories. Yes, nothing brings the family together more than Christmas. Yes, that's right. Uh, So I asked you guys, you know, if you wanted to call in and share some of your fun, festive, joyous Christmas stories with, with myself and the rest of you, and uh, yes, we got a uh, we got a wonderful phone call from one of the pavement pounders, and uh, he decided to share a wonderful Christmas story with us. So why don't we open the show with a wonderful, heartwarming family Christmas story? Hey, Harlan, I was just calling to give you my Christmas story. Um, when I was like five years old. We were celebrating Christmas, uh, and it was a uh, Christmas Eve, and we were over at my grandmother's sister's house, and she called all the kids into a back room, and uh, she started telling us all these st- stories about uh, my grandfather, 
and uh, she was pretty much talking crap about him. <laughs> she she started getting angry, and uh, she reached into her purse and she produced a pistol, and she showed us kids, and she said, you know, if my grandfather ever showed his face around, she would shoot him. And uh, you know, we all got kind of freaked out, and uh, at that point, some parent came into the room and. I think all her with the pistol in her hand, <laughs> like told everybody to to leave the room. And uh, now, you know, as I'm an adult, everybody talks uh, about it every Christmas about how crazy Aunt Janice produced the pistol. And she she was like had was she was getting like dementia or something. She had been an alcoholic for a long time, so I don't know. That year was the year. Have a happy Christmas. Wow. Wow. Not not just not just an ant with dementia and alcoholism, but an ant with dementia, alcoholism, and a loaded gun for the kids in the back room, don't you know? Can you imagine if Santa had landed on the roof with the eight reindeer and poor Aunt Crazy heard the the ruckus on the roof and just started firing? Ho, 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 ah! My God. Well, hey, great, uh, great story. Thank you. If anyone else wants to share a fun family Christmas story, those are always great to hear. Thank you so much. That's, that's the beauty of family, man. You just don't know what the heck you're going to get, right? Uh, you can always uh, leave me a voicemail at 323-739-4330. We have one week left. And if you have a good Christmas story, we might be able to play it right on Christmas Day because uh, the next podcast lands right on Christmas Day. So uh, thanks for calling, and uh, let's keep moving on here, Raj. What else we got? What? Oh, oh, cool. Okay, well, as, as, uh, as well as getting uh, phone calls from you guys, we also get emails and, and tweets from you guys. Uh, you pavement pounders, you sexy beasts. And uh, do, do we want to open the mailbag for just a couple of uh, Christmas-type... Uh, yeah, okay, we're going to open the Harland Highway mailbag and read a couple of your uh, your super-duper uh, write-ins. Go for it, Rog. Oh yes, here we go. Let's let's see what we got here. Let's uh, we're, we're the only uh, we're the only uh, show on the airwaves that uh, gets emails that are actually sound like crinkling paper. I don't know why. I guess we're either really advanced or we're really behind the times. So either way, at least you know they're legitimate uh, letters. So here's one from uh, a, g- a gentleman named Lent Smith. Lance Smith, he goes, Hello, Harlan, just wanted to thank you for bringing back the ghost of George fucking Michael on your most recent podcast. I miss hearing him. Don't we all? Poor George Michael. 
He always gives me a chuckle. Sorry, but I can't stand Boyd George character. I hate to break it to you, buddy, but uh, they're not that too far apart. <laughs> I, I don't know. I actually think I might be blending the two together a little bit at this point. But, uh, you know, hey, everyone has their preferences. Uh, Lance says, uh, Boyd George is okay, but he's no George fucking Michael. Hope you don't mind the constructive criticism. Not at all, man. Are you kidding? I love constructive criticism, player. I mean, that's what helps me fine-tune the thing. And I, I just like to hear what's on your mind. Uh, Lance also says, I also thought the ghost of Michael Jackson was funny, too. He's special. LOL. P.S. Why don't you ever come to Dallas-Fort Worth area to do stand-up? I would love to see you live on, saying, on stage. Just saying, bro. Chicken chow mein, baby. Lance, guess from where? Fort Worth, Texas. Hello. Well, uh, Lance, I've, I've been to Fort Worth many times uh, to the Dallas uh, Improv. They have an improv there. Uh, what I think it's just on the outskirts of Dallas. It's Technically, it's under some other name, but it's the Dallas Improv. And uh, I've been there a lot. I guess I haven't been there in about two years, but... Uh, I tell you what, man, I, I go there a lot. So keep you, if you want to find out if I'm there, keep your eyes on my website. And just because you mentioned it, I'm going to drop the, uh, the name Dallas in my agent's ear because we're just starting to fill up my 2018 calendar for stand-up comedy. And uh, I will mention uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. That's a good call, man. It'd be great to get back out there again. Thank you for your letter, Lance wonderful Christmas letter and we'll keep the uh, the boys and the Georges and the Michaels coming for you trust me uh, what else do we got right we got a we got a tweet okay let's read a tweet here uh, this tweet and you can uh, tweet me at at Harlan Williams if you're on Twitter uh, this gentleman Jeffrey Jackson aha another Jackson special. Yeah, not Michael Jackson, special, but Jeffrey Jackson, special, Um, Jeffrey Jackson says, how about some Rudy Cassoni for the next holiday episode? Was really happy to have discovered him thanks to you last year. Well, there you go. Yes, Rudy Cassoni is a, uh, is a character that a good friend of mine, uh, Toby Huss, who's an actor. We did a movie together years ago called Down Periscope, a, uh, a submarine movie where, uh, where Toby played an electrician and I played a sonar man on the submarine. And we've been friends ever since. And, and Toby does this kind of Frank Sinatra character, but he's very blue and kind of edgy and rude and aggressive and politically incorrect. And we wouldn't want him any other way. So I tell Toby every year that I play uh, some of his Christmas album called Snowballs. Rudy Cassoni Snowballs. You can find it on iTunes and on the internet. And every year I play one of my favorite songs from uh, Rudy Cassoni just to get us in the Christmas spirit. It's called Snowballs. And Raj, I, I say we just play it right now for Jeffrey Jackson and for everyone listening. Merry Christmas. Here it is, Rudy Cassoni. Snowballs. Yeah, it was this time of year. About a year ago, I think, around the holiday seasons, and I was at home waiting for the old lady to get back. She'd been gone a couple weeks, you sees. 
So I had a couple dozen hot toddies or so waiting for her there. Huh. Finally, the door opens up. Rudy! Hey, baby, it's been a while. Take off the dress. She don't. She gives me the stink eye. Where's the tree? What do you mean, what tree? It's Christmas Eve, Kazoni. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was June. She says, that's it. That's it, Rudy, I'm leaving you. I've had enough. I can't take no more. I found another guy. I'm gone. Hold on, baby. What do you mean, on Christmas Eve? You leave me? You found another guy? Who is this Joe? What's he got that I don't got? Well, he's really cute. Baby, it's me. It's Rudy. He's got a sharp red suit. I know I ain't no beauty, but if you squint your eyes when the lights are low, you got one swell-looking skinny day go. Kids love him to boot. Was this more than a date? He's got a sack of loot. No, you little ain't great. Well, yesterday you're my lip smacker. Now you're a sugar plum nutcracker. I did not forget Christmas. No, I hung some mistletoe in my pants. Pack a rock, Mr. Balls, like mine. There's snowballs like the ones you're leaving behind You're gonna miss my back spackling, crackling hot You log, wax nostalgic for my steamy holiday nog He's jolly and bad yeah, Who is this pet? Teacher Rosie and Red Oh, I should have guessed Don't hit your ass on the way out the door You ho-ho snow blowing ho-ho-ho Oh, Merry Christmas, Rudy Blow it out, your dingo Don't go getting snooty Oh, so you bag the Kringle So long, but don't forget, my dear Oh, that so comes but once a year There's snowballs like these I love his big North Pole They jingle, jingle, jangle, jangle down below my knees You're gonna miss roasting my chestnuts Oh yes, ma'am Good luck without my pink honey glazing Holiday ham Cause there's snowballs like mine There's snowballs like these twins you're leaving behind There's snowballs Hey, look up, baby, there's There's snowballs Stones you're leaving behind. Dear Santa Claus, thanks for nothing. P.S. Uh, could you possibly uh, bring me a new bra? Or if not, I don't know, toss a couple of drunk elves in my bed or something. A couple of your little helpers. They help you, they can help me, pal. <laughs> there he is, my buddy Toby Huss, my favorite line, blow it out your dingle. Blow it out your dingle. <laughs> I often text that line to Toby in the middle of the year. It doesn't even have to be Christmas. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just text him and just say, blow it out your dingle. I love it. <laughs> Oh, thanks to Toby. Great song, um, and uh, thank you for requesting it. We play it every year. I think every single year the podcast has been on, we've played Snowballs. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it makes you feel at home and Christmassy. And uh, great, uh, great, great, fun, fun, catchy Christmassy tune. I love it. Now, speaking of Christmassy, Ay ay ay! This this was kind of bizarre, man. This is a real story. Okay, so so uh, this weekend, 
that just happened. I was up in Seattle, Washington, doing stand-up comedy, one of my last shows of the year. And uh, just outside of downtown Seattle, there's another area called Bellevue. And this is like kind of an upper crust, rich area. It's like Bill Gates country, Microsoft country, a lot of money. Mostly from what I could see is, uh, you know, white people, uh, very white, urban, nice malls with expensive stores. And uh, I guess the next the next uh, race race there would be uh, Asian and then uh, I didn't see a lot of African-Americans or Latinos, but that's just the way it is. I mean, doesn't mean they're bad people. There, there are places in America where certain towns and cities have a certain type of a racial uh, population. It could be all black. It could be all white. It could be all Latino, or it could be uh, predominantly one and a little bit of the other, which was this in, in this case. Look at these politically correct times we live in. It's like, I just realized in the middle of that spiel, I'm I'm quantifying, I'm, I'm having to explain myself lest someone get offended and take what I'm saying the wrong way because I said there was a town with a lot of white people. I mean, good Lord, we're so inundated with everybody being so sensitive and pulling a fit. And it was a town where mostly white people live, okay? Whoopie-doo. You don't need an explanation or an apology or therapy. It just it just is. They're great people. They're good people. They're wonderful. Everyone that lives there is wonderful. That wasn't the point of my story, but now I got derailed. <gasps> oh, we're living in some crazy times. And on that note, before I get back to the Christmas thing... Are, are we just afraid to say anything now? You know, kind of feeding off of what I just said about, about uh, you know, suddenly getting paranoid about mentioning a town at a, a certain uh, a, a racial count. I read a, I read a uh, thing this week where Taylor Swift, everyone knows Taylor Swift, okay? She put a tweet out saying that she had a great year. She said, oh, 2017's almost gone. What a great year I had, and uh, what a great year, 2017, and uh, looking forward to the next one. You know, as far as I can see, a positive, upbeat uh, thing to say, a positive uh, year for her, and all of a sudden she got attacked all over Twitter all these people going, oh yeah, real great year. Uh, people were shot. There was there was a, a social uprising. There was a chemical attacks in Syria. The Vegas shooting, this and that, and drive-by shootings and gangs. And and I'm like, Jesus, guys. Taylor Swift is not commenting on what a great year it was for society. She was she was saying, hey, I had a great year. I had a wonderful year, and she was sharing her happiness with us. And part of having a great year is that she released music. I don't personally love it, but she released music that brought joy to millions and millions of people around the planet. What have you done, you complainers? What kind of joy have you brought to people? I mean, here's here's a woman who's worked really, really hard to be successful. And she's celebrating her success and saying, hey, what a what a great year. I'm I'm blessed. I'm so lucky. She wasn't she wasn't gloating. She wasn't flaunting it. She wasn't rubbing it in your faces. And she certainly wasn't 
comparing her great year to the tragedies that happened all over the world. But here's where we're going with this Twitter crap and with this social media crap. It's like no one can say anything anymore without getting jumped on, man. I tell you, all you haters, all you people just looking to to lambaste someone, you're going to chase everyone off of social media, man. I'm telling you, people are social media, Twitter and Facebook and all Instagram, all these things were created so that human beings could connect and share and share their thoughts and share their opinions and communicate and celebrate each other and be artistic and be creative. And guess what? Every time someone tries to do something, and I'm not talking about people that put negative, mean things on the internet, but anyone who's trying to say something innocent or nice or fun, or they're just like, they just get assaulted. You're going to scare so many people off of, off of social media that instead of uh, people sharing, people are getting terrified. People are climbing into their holes. They don't want to say anything. They don't want to voice an opinion. They don't want to, they can't say something as simple as, wow, what a great year 2017 was. I had a great year. Good Lord, settle down, everybody. But I guess now going back to my Christmas story, which is indicative of the changing kind of a weird negative world. And I hate to bring this up at Christmas, but it, it's something I saw and I have to report it. I was in this town called Bellevue. And the upside was there's a small little downtown area where all the malls and the restaurants and the cheesecake factory and the... You know, all the all this stuff is kind of in, in, in a couple of square blocks. It's not a huge city or town, but it's big enough and there's enough money going around because it's Microsoft that they have all the all the kind of, you know, PF Changs and the McCormick and Schmitz and the AMC movie theater and all that stuff, right? And so I guess the guy that owns all this real estate out of his own pocket, he he throws up, I think they called it the Snowflake Parade or the, the Snowball Parade or something. And every single night from Thanksgiving to Christmas, this guy puts up a parade. Yeah. It's like kids and, you know, it lasts for about an hour. And there, there's, there's elves marching and ice queens and, you know, clowns and... And they're playing Christmas carols, and they shoot fake snow out of the cannons. And it was like, you know, the, the streets just filled up with people and children. And can you believe, can you imagine how much it cost this guy to every night put on a Christmas parade with a whole bunch of people? So it was pretty cool. It was pretty impressive. But here's where it got weird. Well, I was standing there watching elves march up the street with their little curly shoes and their pointy ears. Walking on the sidelines where all the people were, were, were police with machine guns. Yeah, machine guns, gang. I mean, I went to, I went to Santa Claus parades when I was a little boy and I never saw me no machine gun. So it was a little off-putting, I have to say. It was like it was like the the innocence of Christmas and snow princesses and elves and Frosty the Snowman up against you know Officer Coleman with an Uzi. 
with the, the glowing yellow uh, flak vest. And I'm not kidding, like these guys had full-on machine guns in their hands. Not hanging, but in their arms, like ready to go if someone tried to take out some of the elves, you know? Ay, ay, ay. So it's, uh, we are living in some very uh, interesting times right now, gang. And, uh, you know, between the, the, the tenseness on the street and the tenseness on the internet, it, it's how do we get it all back to the age of innocence? How do we get it all back to where people could just mingle and dingle and jingle and, and, and not be worried about being attacked physically or verbally? Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I guess, I guess that's the importance of this time of year, the Christmas time of year is, uh, you know, maybe this is the time of year where we can kind of tone it down, be forgiving, be more gracious and, and, and more, uh, you know, accepting of each other. All the, all the things and the beautiful things that Christmas tends to offer and represent, maybe we can absorb those a little more as the world seems to be getting more tightly and tightly wound. My goodness, I'll have to do a whole show about the effects of the internet on, on society. You know, well, we won't do that today, although I did kind of touch on it a little there, but uh, let's, let's save that heavy stuff for another show. This is, this is the holidays, man. This is Christmas, and I still haven't done all my shopping yet. Oh, my goodness. And I actually kind of guiltily um, ate one of my presents already. Yeah, my wonderful sister, Teresa, who lives up in, in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. There's a, there's a candy store up there called Laura Secord. And it's the only place I've ever seen where they make green chocolate. It's actually a green chocolate bar with, you know, milk chocolate in the middle. So imagine how minty it is, but the whole outside of the chocolate bar is green. You ever seen a white chocolate bar? Well, it's not white, it's green. And every year, God bless my sister, she sends me my favorite chocolate bars, the uh, Frosted Mint Laura Secord Green Chocolate Bars. Of course, of course, only I would love green chocolate bars. It's like I'm eating a Shrek turd or something, you know, but they're delicious. And so she sent down a little package in, in the mail, and I opened the package uh, that was, you know, just covered in, in brown paper to go through the mail. And I guess my sister didn't wrap the presents inside in Christmas wrap. I think she expected me to maybe just put like a, what looked like a mail package under the tree. And I'm like, no, 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 things have to be wrapped. And so I didn't realize it till after I opened it. And there they were. It's like a Christmas store. It's like, oh boy, there they were. The Floris Secord French Mint Green Chocolate Bars. I couldn't resist. I was in all my glory. I had to have them. I had to feel their minty coolness surging through my nasal cavities. You'll take an eye out, kid. Uh, so anyhow, I, uh, I ate them. I ate them like in a weekend. There was only two, but still I pigged out on them. You're supposed to wait till Christmas. I, I never like to do any thing with my gifts before Christmas, but I did. Um, so guilty, guilty as charged. 
But uh, what? Who's calling in? Oh, but someone wants to talk about all this Christmas stuff? Oh, good. I love Christmas callers. Okay. Well, let's put them through. It sounds like Roger's signaling me we've got someone calling in and wants to talk about Christmas. So this is very cool. Put them through, Rog. Uh, hello. Welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, you're calling the Harland Highway podcast. Uh, it's Christmas. We're doing a Christmas uh, call. Hello. Hello. Wait, is this uh, who I think it is? Is this Commander, uh, Colonel, Lieutenant, French, uh, First Officer, uh, Brigadier, uh, French Lieutenant, uh, Tom Dowdy? What do you mean I'm a go, sir? Uh, yes, sir. Well, thank you for calling on uh, on Christmas. Um, oh my gosh, exciting! I'm, I I didn't expect it to be you, but this this is wonderful. Yeah, it's a real fucking blast, isn't it, civilian? Sir. Sir, whoa! Are, are, have you been drinking, sir? S- sir? Yeah, where I came from. We called it Charlie Christmas. Ch- Charlie, sir? That's the name we gave the uh, Vietnam soldiers. You mean Vietnam soldiers, sir? That's what I said, sir. It sounded like you said v- Vietnam so- soldiers? Sir, have you been drinking a little bit? It sounds like... Yeah, maybe I have. You got a problem, civilian? No, sir, but it's just it's a cheery time of year. Cheery time of year, yeah. Charlie Christmas. Yeah, I know you say Merry Christmas, but I say Charlie Christmas, civilian. Why Charlie Christmas, sir? Nijakoma Awawawa? Bingo, civilian. Wow, so you, so you spend cr- your Christmases I- I- embedded in the jungles of, of Vietnam and in, in the, the Pacific Theater? That is correct. And if you want to know what hell on earth is, you spend a Christmas Eve huddled up in a fucking fire ant nest trembling. Fucking lemon juice Up your nostrils looking for nature's bounty. And 
Oh, my God. Well, listen, uh, Commander, Lieutenant, uh, French officer, uh, Corporal D Dowdy, we all uh, admire and respect and are grateful, especially this time of year, for your, your service to our country, to the military. Uh, I mean, it, it, it must have been hard. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it. You know what we had to do in that jungle just to feel alive, just to keep our brains moving, just to keep ourselves from being eaten alive by black widow spiders, pit vipers, red scorpions, and fucking North Korean $3 fucking waffle fish. Sir, what? Sir, I, I, I don't know. What Did you guys sing carols? Wrong. You know what we did? No, sir, I, I don't know what you did. We shot things. You, you shot things, sir? Yeah. We shot puppies. We sang Christmas carols. And we shot puppies. What it, sir, you shot puppies and sang Christmas carols. Yeah, we had to do something to keep our focus. We had to do something to make sure we felt alive. Sir, you, you've been drinking a little here. I don't know that we want to be talking about Christmas carols. And what is that noise? I got me a whole litter right here in my basement. Uh, what do you, you've got litter? I said I've got a whole litter here in the basement. Are those are those dogs, sir? It's a litter of puppies, civilian. A litter of pup. Where did you get a litter of puppies? That's for me to know. And you to find out. That's classified U.S. government military information. Here's the way we play it, civilian. You sit there with your mouth hanging open and your Sunday school little boy haircut. And I fucking ask the questions. You sit there with your little blue eyes looking at the world through the frosty glasses of a fucking $9 pinecone salesman. And I... I control the questions. Sir, I, a $9 pinecone salesman? All right, laugh it up, civilian, but I'm about to start singing Christmas carols. And guess what? What, sir? Some fucking puppies are gonna die. What, puppies are gonna die? What, sir, are you okay? Sir, don't do anything silly. Those dogs sound a little skittish. They better be. They're about to go to Christmas hell, civilian. D sir, what are you doing? Here's how it works. I sing a Christmas carol at the end. Well, at the end, it doesn't go well for the puppy. Sir, did you just cock a, a weapon? Sir, please don't. Sir? 
Sir, this, don't do this. Sir? Sir, what was that? Oh my God! What what did you do? You ready for the next Christmas Carol, civilian? Sir, did you just shoot a puppy at the end of Silent Night? Well, look at you. Someone just got their diploma in Dien Bien Phu, Vietnam Jungle Academia. You son of a salt lick, fucking Chinese roasted fucking hot dog on a stick, dildo. Blasting fucking Nigerian wagweed. Uh, sir, I'm not a wagweed. What did? What are you saying? Frosty the Snowman. Sir, not another one. Was a very happy soul. No, sir. Stop! Stop shooting puppies. I know you went through a lot of trauma in the jungle, okay? We all sympathize with your plight, with, 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 the, with the psychological stress put on you and your platoon. But please, sir, no more Christmas carols and shooting puppies. Can, can, you, can you just stop that, please? Sir? Sir, no! Don't do it, sir! Up a face as splattered as a fucking... Oh, my God! Merry Christmas, civilian. Sir, don't hang up. You need some help. Where can we reach you? Sir, you need some help. Stop drinking. Leave the puppies alone. Have a holy jolly Christmas. Sir, no. It's the best time of the year. Don't please, sir. Don't do it, don't do it, don't. Oh my god! Go fuck yourself on Santa's broomstick, civilian. Fuck it. Whoa! What? Go fuck yourself on Santa's broom? What? Roger, track that guy down. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is one of the most traumatizing. Cri- Roger, you, we gotta find him. Oh my God, go to a commercial. We got to call the police or something. Go to the, go to a commercial. Oh, the puppies, the poor puppies. Friends, here's a wonderful Christmas gift for anyone who smokes. Because it says, Merry Christmas and Happy Smoking 200 times. Yes, 10 packs of those better tasting Luckies. All done up for Christmas in a beautiful carton 
created just for Lucky Strike by the famous designer, Mr. Raymond Loy. It'll look so bright and colorful under your Christmas tree, and it's such a welcome gift to anyone who enjoys a good smoke. Because, you know, smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. That's why you can't go wrong if you remember your friends with these colorful Christmas cartons of Lucky Strike. Toot, 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 be happy, go lucky for Christmas gifts this year. Yes, nothing says I love you more than a carton of Christmas cigarettes. Yay! All right, well, apologies for that last call. We, we did not know that uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tom Dowdy, French officer, was going to be calling in. We certainly didn't know he was drunk, and we did not know he had a, a bag of puppies or whatever he had in his basement or wherever the hell he was. And we do not condone or support that kind of horrible cruelty to animals, but... Look, this guy, look, he, he's, he, the guy was in the jungle for a couple of decades or something. He's been in every war arena there is, and he's suffering some issues that are beyond our control. So we wish him well. Oh, we pray for those poor lost puppies, and yay, yay, yay. You know what, Roger? Let's close the show with something more positive and upbeat, something that, that we can all enjoy that's Christmassy. Every year I sing. Yeah, I go out on a limb and I sing for all my 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 followers and listeners and pavement pounders. I'm not the best singer in the world, but I try. At least it's heartfelt. So uh, here we go. Let's let's cue up a Christmas carol, Raj, and I'm gonna sing a wonderful Christmas carol from the heart to you, the pavement pounders, just as a way to say thank you and wish you the best. And uh, I think it's a more upbeat way to end the show than somebody shooting puppies and singing drunk Christmas carols. So here we go. What what song do we have, Raj? You, you're going to surprise me? Okay, cue it up. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. We're going to end the show with this. And uh, I won't do any announcements at the end. Let me just mention that uh, if you're looking for something to do New Year's Eve, uh, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah, uh, doing stand-up comedy at Wise Guys. So that's from the 29th of December right through to New Year's Eve. And it's going to be a blast. Great time, great comedy, and a great way to bring in the new year laughing. So here we go. Roger has a Christmas carol queued up. Uh, This is from me to you. We'll end the show after the carol. So until next time, everybody, chicken Chow mein, baby. Hit it, Raj. Okay. Not sure which one this is. Hold on. Sounds Christmassy. Oh, wait a minute. I think I know this one. This is a good one. Here we go, everyone. Merry Christmas. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away is the bluebird Here to stay is the new bird He sings a love song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can 
build a snowman And pretend that he's Mars Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire As we dream by the fire To face unafraid the plans that we've made Walking in a winter wonderland <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate I want to wish you and yours all the best Have a fun, happy, healthy, and joyous holiday And of course, a happy new year In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he's a circus clown We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other bastards knock him down When it snows, ain't it thrilling? Through your nose gets a chillin' We'll frolic and play the Eskimo way Walking in a winter wonderland Yes we will! To face unafraid the plans that we've made Walking in a winter wonderland. <laughs> there it is. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs>